toilet. Here we go. Welcome to We Talk Games. We Talk Games brought to you each week by your friends at We Talk Games. It's called Arcade Weekly. What do we do? We talk about arcade games weekly. Why? Because arcade games are relevant with the kids. We're trying to make it so. I am Wiggly. One of your hosts and on a Skype pipe is Kyle Von Kubik. I'm high fashion. You are. We are young and fresh. You know, we don't even have all our baby teeth in. <laughs> You're still sucking on the teeth. And those molars are tough. Now, when you get married, yeah. you, you suck on your wife's teats until you can eat solid food. Right. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that sure. how that works? I that's don't know. How, that, that's how it happens. Then a stork. Happens as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know you very much. You shoot a baby inside the stork, and yeah. then it delivers it nine months later oh. in a bundle. Now, does the baby grow in Zeus's thigh? Mythology is not my strong point. I'm not even sure it was Zeus, but it was one of those fuckers, and he liked to make love as a goose. Yeah, that sounds right. I think yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I so, was doing a lot of doodling during those classes in uh, high doodle? school. Yeah, I like to doodle. Hey, uh, picture yeah. time, picture time, lots of fun with picture time's time to uh, do picture time with Bill Cosby with you. Oh, no, don't. No, yeah. don't bring up Bill Cosby. Why? Things picture happen. Page, picture page, picture page. Time to go to picture pages. To, let's go all do. This. Hey, we're talking Wizard of War. Oh my gosh, this is one of my favorite games of all time. And I got to tell you, I brought it up a lot of times. And yeah. why aren't we doing this during Pack Month? It doesn't matter know. because yeah, I love this game. fucking game to pieces. It would fit in pack month, but regardless of what month it is, I'm glad we are discussing it. For some reason, when you suggested this game for our discussion, I was thinking it was Warlock. Oh. You know, the battle bouncing ball game? I was yeah. like, that's odd. I don't know why Wiggly wants to talk this game so much. Boy, you're and really I dumb. Was, I was dumb and pleasantly surprised at playing this game. 1981 by David Nutting Associates. <laughs> <laughs> Suck my nut. <laughs> Published by Midway. Wizard War, I used to go to the V7. V7, it was driving range. and uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I would... I would back go, then, fucking arcade games were everywhere, right? Yeah, except this one only had two. But this was only when I played it. I go to the lady. I said, give me $20 a quarter. Wow. Yeah, you you like the game that much, huh? That much. And she'd have to, you know, uh, I got to get a roll of quarters. Oh, uh. stinky? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I said, insert coin, ah, 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 ah. find me the wizard of war. I'm out of spite. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. I said, give me so the fucking quarters, broad. <laughs> How much you make an hour? Two to 50? 
Suck it. Give me. Wow. Don't mouthy teenager, huh? I was. I was like, here's fucking 20 bucks. Go buy yourself a new dress or a bag to put over your head. Wow. Not misogynistic at all. Hey, this is a maze chase game, which is why it would fit into pack month. But it's also a shooter, which means it would fit in Shmup Timber as well. Two great things taste great together. I think it fits best into war month. War. Yeah, don't don't Google Wizard of W A R. It's W O R, and they get real cute with that. They do because yeah. everybody's at war. I really, I, I'm looking forward to digging into this game, but I think we should toss on over to TT Schmookins with her weekly snap stats. Okay. <laughs> that was good. Those are some good snap stats. Hey, yeah. uh, get ready, warrior. Real quick, uh, let's talk about the plot. You better hope of- you don't find me, the Wizard of War. <laughs> if you don't know why I keep saying all these phrases, it's because the Wizard of War in this game says about 9,000 different things. A lot of voice in this game. A lot of voice. And you know why? Because it is like Max Steel, not like fucking that other iRobot or whatever the hell it is. Max Steel had voice synthesis, and so yeah. does Wizard of War. Yeah, and, and, and it's 1981. Or 1980, depending on who you ask. I saw that. But one of the games that hit a note for me with Wizard of War was Sinistar. But Sinistar came out in 1983, and I don't believe Sinistar said as much things as the Wizard of War did. And Sinistar was samples. And Sinistar was clearer, but Wizard of War, with the bleak motif or setting... yeah. I didn't always understand what he was saying, but it always creeped me out when he was talking to me and doing his laughing at me. Yeah. You have to spend $20 a quarter at the V7 for many months to understand certain things. But one of my favorite things he says is uh, we'll talk about the werewolves and you can name the characters and stuff. But he talks about his werewolf and he says, my babies breathe fire. Or some, I think that's yeah, what he says. say weird things like that. So yeah. you play as one of two spacemans. And you're running through a dungeon, zapping different warsters, as I put it down, Mm. in the face, and uh, trying not to get a seizure. And that sounds like a joke, but seriously, if you are prone to seizures, don't play this game. Only if you get the double dungeon, and if you hit Wizard of War, then you get the fucking freak out. (laughs) Yeah. If you hit the, what is it, the war luck? Yeah. Which is like a Flappy Bird type of situation. Not Flappy Bird the game, but like a pterodactyl yeah. looking monster. Yeah. Yeah. It flashes a lot of colors at you. I, I looked away from the screen in fear of getting a seizure. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm not I'm not joking. This is serious stuff. What a sissy. <laughs> Meow. I gotta tell you, this whole yeah. game from top to bottom is class, man. 1980, 1981, these characters are well distinguishable. You have the Burr War. <laughs> which is a werewolf wrote these down yeah a werewolf he's only worth 100 points then um what happens is wait 
I have to tell it to you exactly what happens is invisible monsters in the maze are located using the radar screen. Monsters become visible when entering the same maze corridor as the player. Now, what they're talking about here is these extra monsters because the Burr Wars are always there and my babies breathe fire. Or maybe he's saying my Burr Wars breathe fire. But I always said it's his babies. Wizard of War had babies. He fucked the goose and (laughs) werewolves came out. These abominations came out. So this dinosaur looking, he looks a little like a Charmander and Bulbasaur or something. The yellow one definitely does because it looks like there's a flame on his tail. Right. He's a yellow Barney that fucking breathes Mm -hmm. fire at you and wants to kill you. And then there's Thor War, who is fucking uh, this weird ass scorpion like thing. Yep. They all breathe fire. And then uh, we'll talk about the two player. Uh, but those are called warrior. Yeah. <laughs> instead of one of my warrior. baking mechanics is Mortal Kombat, uh, solely because in Mortal Kombat there evidently was no C's in this universe. Everything was spelt with a K. In uh, Wizard of War, they ham fist W O R into as many words as possible. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, the Warlock, and that was always my favorite guy when I would go mm-hmm. into the arcade. I was like, I'm gonna get the fucking Warlock. I'm gonna get the Warlock <laughs> because before he, he escapes, he looks like a f- flying ant. But he's blue with uh, yellow wings and a, and he looks like Zorak's head. He only shows up after you clear the field, um, after the first level, which right. which the first maze should have been called Cakewalk instead sure. of Dungeon One. Yeah, everything moves very slowly mm-hmm. and lets you shoot it in the face, and you can chase after him and everything else. Right, and if you're a dick like me, you shoot the other player. Well, that's a thousand points. Yeah, but he's also assisting you, so it's kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about the two-player. Well, let's talk making mechanics. Well, we're almost finished. There's still one more character. Oh, I'm sorry. The the tit character. The titular character. Titular? Titled. Meaning title. Titular character. Yeah. Titular. Titty. 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 Titular. No. Wizard of War. He's worth 2,500 fucking points because he's a dick. Right. Let's go ahead into making mechanics. Wherever you want to go with this, you take it away. And uh, I'll interject with some Wizard of War phrases. Got uh, some making mechanics that I think you'll agree with. Maybe some you don't. But I start off with Space Panic 1980 by Universal. Solely because of the ambiguous theme Am I in space, or is this a fantasy world setting? I'm not sure, but there's monsters that are trying to bite me. Mm. That's really the only connection here. Then the next game on my making mechanics list, Pac-Man, 1980 by Namco. Of course. Obvious reasons, it's a maze chase game. The next game on my list, now these are games that came out afterwards, so... I'm listing these to give you an idea of how this game plays, not so much of what built the foundation for this game, because I was surprised at what this game did for Mm. 1980-1981. It's very similar to Dig Dug, 1982 by Namco, Mm. because of the top-down but also side-view perspective mitigating monsters yeah. you're not digging through dirt you're very much in a lab not a labyrinth but you're in a dungeon you're in a dungeon yeah sinistar 1983 by williams solely for the voice and the taunting by the antagonist and then this game immediately 
jumped out at me when I was playing Wizard of War, Baraduke, 1985 by Namco. Hmm. Again, the confusing theme, is this space or is this fantasy? It doesn't really matter. This is a really fun game. But I took it as spacemen. Yeah, they look like spacemen because they have these like flamethrower things on their back and they have helmets. But right. I consider it more of a sci-fi Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Yeah. The background is just space, except right. for the mazes. You're right. It was from Nutting Associates, but I have to make clear that it was made by Tom McHugh and Dave Nutting himself. Right. So you got this chuck full of nuts. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> chuck full of D's nuts. We're stinky when you need them. Mm. Hopefully not here, because I don't have time for that. So that was it. Those are my making mechanics. Did you have any others that I maybe missed or didn't consider? I got to tell you, I have no making mechanics, and I'll tell you why. Because I think this game is just so original, and it has so many firsts. I'm just going to blow the first first, I think, that it had first. Mm, now, of okay. course, now, of course, you know, Pac-Man, because there's a set of walls... I don't consider it a maze chase as much as you do. But well, it, the character moves at your control, so mm-hmm. it's not a perpetual character like Pac-Man. Pac-Man solely because it came out maybe before this game. Yeah. I do agree with you. This game is a first. This game could be used as a making mechanic for future titles we talked about. Definitely. Or talk about in the future, you know. But the thing that I realized when I went back to this, and it was a thing that I would do all the time for my $20 a quarters, this is the game that invented camping. That is 100% true. Because that is exactly what I did in this game. You try to find a place to hide behind a little part of this maze where you think you can reach all sides of yourself, and then you blast like hell to try to kill the monsters as they come into your path. And it doesn't always work sometimes, but when I was a kid and even playing it this time, definitely did that. Now, let me ask you something, sure. uh, and, and we have to inform the listeners about this as well. I played this down in Sloppy Joe's. And it was awesome because you have the machine on all time and, you know, the wizard, insert coin, ah, 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 ah. You, <laughs> you want to face me, ah, 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 ah. Now your only chance is your dance, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> that's, when you're, that's when you're in the pit. I don't want to talk about that yet. But there is a version of the ROM that has no voice. Oh, disappointing. Yeah, because I came back upstairs to play a little bit more of it to get further, because I was only to get into, like, stage um, six, I think, down right. in in, um, in Sloppies. Up here, I got to eight, and I used to get to the pit when I used to spend my 20 bucks uh, when I was a younger kid. I guess I had better reflexes. I got to stage eight upstairs, but then I was like, wait a minute, nobody's saying anything. So, oh, so you were playing the ROM with that voice. Well, upstairs I was. Yeah, I imagine that's On the Raspberry Pi. A ROM that was used for conversion kits mm. instead well, of being a dedicated cabinet. Well, the first thing I noticed was my laser didn't sound the same. I was like, maybe oh. maybe it's just coming through my TV that way because my, right. my Raspberry Pi is just hooked up to go through my TV speakers. And the Pi can be weird when you're using <laughs> BAME as well, as That's we know. True. That's true. Yeah. But I think that it's a different ROM, and I'm going to have to put the right ROM in there because you need to play the one with the wizard. I swear yeah. to God, there's like a hundred things he says. And it's once again because of voice synthesis instead of voice sampling. Right. Mm. 
Now, no, I dug it a lot. Okay, so another interesting mechanic is you don't just appear in the middle of the maze. No. You're actually down in this little, I call it an elevator. Even though right. it doesn't move up and down, you get forced out of it if you stay too long. But I called it a house at one point. House? because okay. Yeah, because um, what makes, another thing that makes this game unique is it's always a two-player game, whether oh, you have yeah. a human player with you or not. Right. And if you don't have a human player with you, the computer will control the second character, the blue character. The first player is yellow, the second person's blue. So the blue man moves on his own. Now, I thought the blue man was an enemy who would shoot at me, so mm-hmm. I would constantly kill him. Then I realized he's my ally, even though you get points. He's my ally, and he can assist you to move further along through the game to a certain point. Until and the reason I say killed. this... Right. The reason I say this is because at one point, I think I was at, I was going to say level, but dungeon, I was at dungeon (laughs) five. He wouldn't leave his house. (laughs) He just stayed, the door opened and he's like, I'm good. I'm going to chill here for a little bit. (laughs) I was like, come on, dude, get out of your house. And he eventually did. But there was some hesitation on his point. Wow. And that's one thing you can pick when you want to exit your house, unless the timer eventually kicks you out pro player tip on that there's no like invincibility for a few seconds when Mm -hmm. you leave your house so if there's a bunch of monsters in front of your house don't just jump out because you'll Mm -hmm. die immediately and that's why that mechanics in there too i don't know which way it went but that was the sort of invincibility type of grace period was allowing you to decide when you get out of there and of course you decide to get out when there's a wolf amander running away from you (laughs) So the monsters appear and disappear as we touched on. And when I first started playing, I feel like a broken record sometimes because I say things about games often, like common phrases or common sayings. And this is one of them where I go into these games as if I'm a kid at the arcade and I have 25 or 50 cents. I plunk in my money and play. I don't sit there and wait for a track screen or Mm -hmm. read a pro player tip or read an FAQ. I just play it and get my first impressions afterwards, especially if I have difficulty. I might do a little more digging and then play again. Now, let me ask you this. First impressions. Let me ask you this. You say that you put your quarters in and this plays the same way it did back when I put my 20 bucks in. When you put your quarters in, how many did you put in initially? I put in three. And did you get the seven players? No. Okay, because if you put in one quarter, you'll get yeah. three players. And then if you start putting in more quarters, oh, you'll eventually... I must... Yes, I, as far as uh, lives, definitely. Yes. Uh-huh. I definitely got seven lives. Okay. I'm sorry. I was, okay. I was confused. Yeah, I definitely got seven lives. Now, with those seven lives... But isn't that um, an interesting thing? That is an interesting... Who, who the yeah. fuck did that before? I don't think anybody. You know, you can have continues or whatever, but here you just get extra men for Thanks putting for the in. Cash. You, <laughs> yeah, you put it in advance, and well, they used to do this with pinball machines, and maybe that's why nut, you know, nutting did it. But they yeah. used to do that with pinball machines. You could get extra balls if you put in them in your mouth. Extra, right, right. Yeah. You put the balls in your mouth, you get some extra. Uh, so with my seven men. And my first go, I was able to make it up to Dungeon 5, and I scored 18,700 points. That's pretty good. pretty good. Yeah. It's the thing that I learned along the way. So you're running through the maze and shooting, and we've already discussed it, but at the time, I didn't understand the purpose of the radar screen. Oh. Seeing blocks roam around the screen... It doesn't show you the maze on the radar screen. It just Mm -hmm. shows you blocks. And I'm like, what's the point of this radar? 
And by Dungeon 2, you realize, oh, the point of this radar is these monsters go invisible. Right. And they sneak up right behind you, appear, and bite your butt. Yep. So that was, again, a very interesting choice and mechanic, and I don't know of a game that did it. Defender, I believe, came out in 82. Oh, they with the had radar, a radar screen. Yeah. They had a radar screen, but again, is this a first for an arcade game? A first a, a radar screen? I don't know. As we touched on, this is a game of firsts. Yeah. It's very excited when playing this game because there were so many things happening. We have to tell you, listeners, it's very little colors. You've got to consider the age or the vintage of this game. But it is one of those classic arcade games that you can return to again and again because the play mechanics are solid. And it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look bad at all. That's why, no. I, that's why I hate the term retro gaming because, you know, you either have a good game or a shit game. Yeah, I agree with you. And I would give this game that title of pure arcade game. Mm-hmm. It's pretty intuitive what you're supposed to do. I'm tossed with dubbing this uh, Wizard of War with that pure arcade game title because it's kind of like a title we give games that are exceptional. And I did have a little bit of uh, issue with the controls. The controls aren't bad, but s- sometimes they were floppy. As far as how the character would navigate the screen. Hmm. Now, again, because of emulation, mm-hmm. and it wasn't anything that I felt detracted from my gameplay. But after playing the game for an hour or so, I realized that it did deserve the title, and especially when I considered the age of the game. And coming out in 1980 or 1981, what this game was doing was truly groundbreaking. And it's something that when I get off the phone with you, I might revisit again immediately. Because I was having a lot of fun. And like you said, it doesn't matter the age. It's a good game or a bad game. This is a really good game. And and I'm shocked that Midway Mm -hmm. would sequelize something like Joust, but not (laughs) come back to a title like this. Yeah. This is almost, and it isn't almost, I'm going to say this, again, my opinion, but I'm going to say this game is better than Berserk or Frenzy or Robotron, I enjoyed this game more than those three titles, and I would have loved to see another iteration of this mechanic. Now, maybe they would goof it up, like was done with Joust, Uh but this game is solid through and through. The issues I have with it are kind of nitpicky. Well, I gotta tell you, when I played the ROM upstairs and used a PlayStation controller, it did not control as tight. Okay, so maybe, and again, I was using the Xbox 360 variant, Mm -hmm. so maybe that was the issue, and I was using the analog stick, so maybe that's why I had minimal, minimal, minimal issues with the controls. Nothing that, like, I never felt like, oh, you know, the controls would fucking kill me no i died because a monster (laughs) snuck up on me and i wasn't paying attention especially with the playstation controller my fire button was not as responsive as it could have been and that was very difficult when you have these monsters coming at you and uh you're trying to fire (laughs) because you need to be able to fire and there's one interesting little thing that happens Uh, normally you know monsters kill you if they touch you but there's sometimes when your pixel gets in a certain position with the monsters and they'll butt butt you Yep. But but you like through the like get out of the way right. and and you'll go into the wh- whichever direction you're facing and they're going a different direction and I thought that was kind of cool because why the fuck put hit detection like that in there <laughs> but he did yeah. so um, well, how about graphically uh, even though the the graphics are very simple 
the twinkle of the stars in the background. You're on some sort of, I don't know, cosmic plane on this maze. And they have stars in the background that are twinkling. And we could talk more about the different effects, like the seizure inducing (laughs) ones. But the twinkling of the stars, there was no need for it. You could have just put this on a black backdrop. Definitely. And especially for the age of the game. Yeah. And games that came out afterwards from Midway and Williams normally did. So to have these twinkling stars in the background, it was an interesting touch. And then, of course, when you shoot the Wizard of War... (laughs) <laughs> and everything goes static. Yeah. That, that's pretty interesting as well. It's black and white static like an old television it, for some reason. That You know, I don't know why that scares me. That, like, scares me a little. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think uh, it's broken or uh, help. You know, <laughs> it's kind of weird. There's that, a lot of thought put into um, And maybe not. Maybe it's just coincidental. But playing the game, I felt like there was a lot of thought put into the atmosphere of this game. Yeah, man. I didn't put Metroid in my making mechanics because mm. they're too far apart. Musically, when you're playing the game, at times it feels like a proto-Metroid musically because it's kind of bleak and minimalistic. But that sort of desolation, nothing safe. I mean, there's tunnels in this maze, which we didn't talk about. Oh, yeah. That open and close. And if you touch the door when the tunnel is closed, you die. Like, Everything's your enemy in this game. Let's talk about some of the characters and their behaviors in this game. Okay. All four characters. <laughs> no, you got the... I the, the characters. <laughs> the yellow monster, once again, Gurwar, and uh, Thurwar with the red monster. They sort of behave the same. Although the yellow monster's worth 200 and the red monster's worth 500. I don't know why. Points. Points. <laughs> You're right. Red is worth a lot more than yellow. Ask any cop. Uh, Well, because, you know, they pull over red cars more. I don't know if it's true or not. Actually, cops are colorblind. Yeah, that's what they keep telling me. (laughs) Okay, let's not go there. Um, Maybe the red monster is a little bit quicker, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then, once again, you said something that's very, very important to this game and very unusual. Your characters start on two different sides. As you mentioned, AI controls the second player. Right. So, what other game is I, I can't think of one. N- nothing that came out before this. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. And I don't even know of too many that came out after it. That's true as well. There are some, but it wasn't a staple of games. Right, right. It's not like you played The Simpsons and fucking Lisa was computer controlled if nobody else was playing. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, you can play as the whole family and it's just you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's really cool. And he will not shoot you, but he will shoot you if there's a monster in back of you because he's trying to shoot at the monster and he doesn't see you, I guess. A, a little bit of friendly fire never hurt anybody, except for those that it did. But you often want to shoot him, and I always want to shoot him, especially yeah. when I see that his score is 1,200 <laughs> and my score is 200. The fucking computer is kicking my ass as yeah. a cooperative game, and he's... <laughs> he's, he's pretty good at uh, shooting down the warlock in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. First couple of rounds, when you run into the big bad, he's good at getting them down. Like I said, later on, a little bit of fear. 
is can be seen in his eyes where he's not leaving his house i'm like come on dude so the warlock is this flying ant as we mentioned that uh, that comes on the screen after you complete the level after you fulfill the level now these red and yellow monsters don't start coming out until after you start killing some of the uh, were dogs the burr war the burr yeah. war, wars yeah. until you get to later levels and let me tell you if you could ever complete this game and i think it's what 40 or 50 levels yeah, if you can complete this game, then you can't talk to anybody because you are just some type of <laughs> idiot savant. Some sort of lawnmower man. <laughs> like, you, yes, you have no other skills except being able to keep up with this game. It is ridiculously insane. Right, and again, I thought about these things and I considered these things because... I like that we dub certain games pure arcade games. Mm-hmm. It's nice to give games a certain distinction. But even with that sharp incline of difficulty, I feel that this game deserves it because regardless of whether I can get past the seventh or eighth dungeon, mm-hmm. the moment I, I'm dead, I'm hitting start again. Yeah, and I think the voice has a lot to do with that, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not just the theme. I mean, here you are, this fucking spaceman with a laser shooting at mythical Dungeons and Dragons type of beasts that are doing flamethrower, that doing flame breath. Well, if you want to call it that. I touched on Joust earlier. I feel like these two games could exist in the same universe. That's true. Because of the space, but fantasy, but robots maybe in here i don't know yeah uh, yeah aliens or are they monsters it's a very interesting mix and before i forget the opening predates donkey kong with the mm. which was interesting and the thumpy music just boom boom yeah, boom. yeah. And that, that's the music that i felt was proto metroid mm. Mm. yeah but then again, it also happened on a pinball machine. Pinbot um, did that as well. Yep. Or Bride of Pinbot, one of the two. With the heartbeat, sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 So the Warlock comes out when you beat them, and he's just going around and trying to escape the maze. Yeah. That's the thing with the boss battles, and this is why Dig Dug came to mind for my making mechanics. When you fight the boss, if you hide from the boss and don't try to defeat them they escape through the tunnel door once the door opens Mm -hmm. and you don't get the points a very interesting mechanic and it either came out exactly the same time as dig dug did or a little bit after and chances are when it was in development they knew nothing about dig dug so again a very interesting choice that the big bads when you get up to them after so many stages try to escape Right on. And Warlock doesn't shoot anything at you. He just, uh, if he runs into you, then you're fucked. And no, he shoots laser. He does? Warlock? I got hit by Yeah, he shoots like a little squiggly line. Hmm. Hmm. You're probably right. I just I just uh, didn't remember. Right. And the other oh, thing about this God. is if... if Mark a- the count. First time I've been told <laughs> by you I was right on something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Happy anniversary. <laughs> we don't know what day it is yet, but... <laughs> Just put a mark somewhere on some calendar <laughs> uh, behind the curtain. There's a lot to like about this game. There's very few things I dislike about it. And I think it's a game that everyone should try. Mm. So Warlock, 
Still on Warlock. When you are fortunate enough to kill him, and I do almost every time. It depends on the dungeon because sometimes you just can't get to where he is. But yeah. when you destroy him, then you have a double score for the next dungeon. Right. And the lettering that they used on this is, mm. I just think it's so cool. I like every choice for this game. Right. It's a its a sort of a horizontally striped, broken up, nice, thick lettering. Yeah, honestly, and this might be a weird analogy, but hear me out. When I'm, I was playing this game and I saw the choices that it made, the visuals reminded me of an arcade game that you would see in a film, mm. but it didn't actually exist. Right, right. Some you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the main character is playing an arcade game, and it's some game that you're like, that's not in my arcade. Yeah. That's or, what this game looks like. Or anytime someone's trying to download something from a computer, and it's just this giant progress bar that has a percentage on it. <laughs> Come on, go into my USB drive. Right. Just like every computer does. <laughs> mm. And then there's the Wizard of War, and he appears. I don't know what makes him appear. But when he appears, it sucks because he just appears and disappears anywhere he fucking wants to. There's no radar thing. And he shoots like a maniac. But when you do get him, and we need to stress this a billion zillion times because it just looks so awesome. For some reason, the whole maze and everything else and the sound and everything Mm. just goes like all fuzzy and, and, and weird. Those black and white static. Why do I feel like I'm dying from cigarette poisoning? As <laughs> <laughs> it feels like. That's <laughs> nah, weird. So that's that. I, yeah. I think I pretty much said anything I wanted about it. It did come out for a lot of systems. I remember I had it for my Atari 5200, and it was a different color cartridge and everything. It was kind of special. Yeah, I'm trying to remember whether or not, and I did go and look because I'm selling off a lot of my game collection um, to see if I had this for the 2600 because it did come out for that as well, and I didn't. But when mm-hmm. I looked at the screenshots of that port, it rang very familiar for me, mm-hmm. but I, I can't determine whether or not I had it. Hey, uh, Wizard of War, a lot to like, very little to dislike. I think everyone should go out and try it. Mm-hmm. The other thing the static screen reminded me of, I, I, mm. I'm sorry, I keep <laughs> like, you're ready, like you're ready to wrap up the show and I'm still talking about some of the mazes and shit. But if you take a look at it, it's like Sackboy. What was Sackboy? Oh, Little Big Planet? Yeah, Little That's Big what, Planet yeah. or Scribble Knots or something like that because it looks like a chalkboard except that it's in motion like a, like a mm-hmm. staticky screen. But that's mm-hmm. the type of effect that's happening to these lines. These lines are, they're not like flickering like a sprite would. They're actually have uh, levels of gray and sh- I don't know how the hell they did it. But mm. maybe they like fucked with the screen. Like you would by turning the knobs of an old uh, tube television. Maybe they did something like that. I don't know. But um, I'm not trying to be hyperbolic here, Mm. but there is a parallel between a game like this, not this particular game, but many games that fall into this category like this. You're familiar with the film Citizen Kane. Sure. Now, when you watch that film, just about everything except for very standard shots was the first of it. 
Uh-huh. So the first of this very extreme close-up, this first of this very extreme low angle, high angle, this type of lighting, this type of cinematography, it was a film of firsts. Yeah. There's a lot of games that came out in the late 70s, early 80s that are games of firsts. And I think this is one of them that got forgotten. We yeah. remember Space Invaders. We remember Pac-Man. We remember Dig Dug. I don't think we remember Wizard of War. And I think, especially after playing it, we should, because it deserves to be at that same tier. Mm. And what's interesting about the game is that this is a game that is American-bred through and through. Yeah. Which, not to get nationalistic, but no. a lot of the games that came out that were truly groundbreaking came from overseas, yeah. particularly Japan. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to see something where it's like, wow, this isn't a clone of something. There was plenty of Space Invaders, Pac-Man, and Breakout clones out there at this time. Mm -hmm. This was something that took chances. Now, I, I don't know if it was hugely successful. It sounds like it was very successful at a very particular driving range. <laughs> it was. But uh, I did not know of this game like i said i confused this game for warlock and maybe that's a piece of it of why i'm so hyped about it was i was expecting to play a very boring paddle game <laughs> and instead uh, w was treated to something truly unique and groundbreaking yeah. and we're gushing about it and yeah. i'm glad we are because i feel like we haven't gushed about a game in a while yeah and there's kickback to your laser when you shoot your laser yes. you, you get yeah. kickback and when you when you do get um hit by the 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 flames or run into somebody in the wrong way or whatever you do get that sort of like berserk feeling but it's like this halo around you as you get electrocuted right one other thing about it is when they shoot their flames at you your shot goes a little bit faster and if you kill the monster before his flame reaches you his flame disappears the monsters can also be stacked up upon one another. And this is good, great oh. for killing them, but it's also kind of neat that they don't have to like wait in line to, to get at you, like, um, like say, a gauntlet or something like that. Right. They they're just, behind each other or whatever. Yeah, they're mobbed in one giant monster. I think I blew it at seven. I think that's what I said, or eight. Whatever mm. one it is where it's more of an open field. You know what? It reminds me of like hockey goal, uh, hockey or soccer goals on the side. And then maybe sometimes it reminds me of a funnel for some reason up the okay. middle. But it's two lanes. So things are two lanes wide on most areas, meaning that like streaking. <laughs> Mm, yeah, great great pull. That great yeah. game, streaky. Um, these monsters, they're right next to you. There's no maze separating them from you. And in the middle, I think there's even like a three lane. And what I said I used to get to was the pit. And the pit was a fucking nightmare because the pit. I'll tell you about my favorite one, too, because I forgot about that. My favorite um, dungeon. The pit. It was just nothing. It was just a square. Yeah. And you just go in the square with a zillion monsters. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> so that's where I used to get killed. But it was so fun to get there. My favorites are the arena. And right. when you get to the arena. So the arena is mazes on the side with two little entrances and exits on each side. 
Yeah, there's uh, a rectangle in the center. Mm, mm. And that's where you don't want to run into, but you want your monsters to be in there. And that's where you could sort of camping at the one entrance, although you're in plain view of everybody. Right. Uh, and the monsters know you're there, but they just can't get at you in time to, to murder you. These monsters sometimes get smart and they come up and back at you, so you really have to watch your radar. But to have them in the arena and just be shooting at them like that, and I don't know, the arena is so cool to me. Mm. <sighs> okay. That's it. Oh, can you spell stinky? No. no. You because can't you spell can't, anything. No, you can't. You can't spell one damn thing, but it does show you the top of the three warriors or the top of the seven warriors. Now, a new segment of the show. New to me. Yep. It's called Cool or Racist. Mr. Goraitri. Jeez. Cool. Yeah. Oh, we I both agree. agree. Yeah, let's see the fines at this school. Hey. Is doing the Fonzie banging Potsy in the bathroom stall? <laughs> Is that something that happened? <laughs> The, the fart noise got me. <laughs> I was quick with that one. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Doing potsy. <laughs> okay. Do we still do our one-sentence review now that, we, now that we have cooler racist? <laughs> I think we should. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I All sprung right. that on you, Kyle. I don't know yeah. why I thought. Uh, we haven't done a racist game in a long time. <laughs> so here we are. One-sentence review for uh, Wizard of War. Yeah. You go first because I got to think of mine. All right. Here's my one sentence review Bimmy and Jimmy explore dungeons, zap monsters, and give static to the wizard, but they never, ever open mouth kiss. <laughs> wow. You have to be deep on so many levels. You have to ask your friends about each segment of that sentence because <laughs> no one person knows all of those references. Right. Hmm. Okay. It's going to be semicolon. Okay. <laughs> my one sentence review for Wizard of War. That was not my review. <laughs> deeper, even deeper into the dungeons of war. Semicolon. Bite the bolt, warrior. Ah, 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 ah. Wasn't that lightning bolt delicious? Ah, 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 ah. And my teleporting spell can be even faster. Ah, 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 ah. Now you know the taste of my magic, warrior. Yeah, he and, really and, is chatty in this game. Like, anytime he says a sentence, it's like a really dramatic pause, warrior. <laughs> Your explosion was music to my ears. Ah, 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 ah. I'll say it again, warrior fear. I draw near each time I appear. Ah, 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 ah. He's a fucking rhymer. Yes. <laughs> okay, everybody. I hope you enjoy a review of Wizard of War, and I hope you fucking play this game and spend Please 20, do. go get twenty dollars worth of quarters and yeah, and break into the closed down V seven. Piss off the woman at the pro shop. Hey, let me tell you, they had a great breakfast there as well. So. I know we went long, but please don't forget August twelfth and thirteenth. 
We are going to be live at the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo in Garden City. It's being held at the Cradle of Aviation. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come see us and be a part of that scene. Not only that, but we're going to be giving a seminar, which I can never think of the name of seminars that you do. <laughs> a yeah. panel. We're going to be a, doing a panel. We're going to be paddling, people. Jesus Christ. That's going to be... Kicky. Wes going to be so crazy. What could yeah. we possibly do? Are we going to spoil what we're doing? No, it's going to no. be a surprise. Surprise, surprise, Unless man. you go to the website and then you know kind of what we're going to do, but you still have surprises. It was a hint. Yeah, it's a hint. Okay, everybody. Hey, I hope God that you like us. I hope that you like us. Bye-bye. See?